One of our favorite things to do here at Beyond Healing Center is therapeutic retreats. Our retreats are three to five days with holistic wraparound services, all designed to meet your personal needs and goals. You can choose from a menu of services, including EMDR, trauma-informed massage, nervous system-informed yoga and movement, and even equine therapy. From the moment you arrive to the moment you leave, we've crafted this experience to be one of safety and healing. Whether you're interested in a retreat for yourself, or if you're a therapist interested for a client, we would love to talk to you about how our retreats can be a part of a healing journey. Contact our retreat coordinator at therapy at beyondhealingcenter.com or visit our website at beyondhealingcenter.com for more information. Welcome to Beyond Trauma, a guide for your healing journey. This podcast is a project of Beyond Healing Media, where we value each person's humanity and what life experiences shaped you to be who you are. We, as the hosts of this podcast, seek to embody these ideas as we explore things like trauma, its impact on the body and mind, and even how it has shaped the way that we are in relationships. Trauma is not the end of our journey. So within this podcast, we will also discuss what it's like to heal, move forward, and grow as a human who has experienced pain. Welcome back to Beyond Trauma. We are here for the uh, introduction to season three. The three of us are here in the studio and we have uh, the addition of so much more gear and aesthetics, yeah. which mm-hmm. is really fun. Yes. We have a set. We do. We do. We have a set. So nice. It's been designed specifically for this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. All feels yes. together. Put a lot of time and thought into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a lot of just preparation, I think, for this season. We've taken quite a bit of time off, mm-hmm. both for like rest and then also just because the world's kind of crazy. Yeah. More time mm-hmm. than we expected to be taking off. We mm-hmm. thought we'd be doing this episode maybe like three weeks ago, I think. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's not three weeks ago. Right. No. It's yeah. here now. Mm-hmm. So we are very excited to uh, do this kind of introductory episode and has what's kind of become custom or accustomed to um, the audio aesthetic of our podcast is we just kind of vision cast. We like to kind of break down the the wall between the th- thought that goes into planning these episodes and make it much more kind of approachable or transparent to you as the listener. And that's actually kind of the theme of this Mm -hmm. season. We really want uh, this season to be co-curated by all of us, including you as the listener Mm -hmm. on what it is that we're really talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited about that shift. Yes. I think the first two seasons had great purpose in like laying a foundation and talking about like what is therapy and why do we need it and what could it look like and then going into trauma and how that, mm. you know, is affects our system and then now moving into a place of what is it that our listeners are wanting to hear yeah. and what feels like would really benefit them and then us build our season around that. Yes, yes. So this season does have um, just an initial kind of launch uh, as far as the topics, but then we're really hoping to get some pretty consistent interaction from you all 
um, that doesn't necessarily need to be in the form of a question, but it could even be a comment or something that, you know, as you've come to uh, know more about the podcast, or even if you're just now tuning into the podcast, what um, you think about trauma or your journey of trauma, your, your experience of um, therapy, your experience of self-growth, um, all kinds of things, really just the human yeah. experience is what we're hoping to see. Which, by the way, did you guys realize how much Beyond Trauma has grown? Like how many people are actually listening? No, I have to no idea. Episodes? <laughs> I had no idea. Ryan, no. I don't yeah. know if he did this with yeah. you. He kind of gave we me on... a reporter update on all of the numbers. Yeah. I'm really surprised with where we're at with this one. Are you going to share it? I don't remember. <laughs> you might. I think it's 16,000 or something oh, okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. So I think in my mind, it's still been like um, one of our other podcasts noticed that, which we have the following has grown significantly mm-hmm. with that. And then I just imagine like, oh, we just have this like really small, intimate group of people that we're talking to on here. Mm-hmm. And I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still very excited about it. And then I'm like, oh, that little small group has grown mm-hmm. significantly. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's exciting. All of Beyond Healing Media together has over half a million downloads okay amazing pretty crazy so cool yeah so to get to really just reach out to you guys and as bridger was saying i want we really want to hear from you as this continues to grow find more and more information about what you're looking for what are your stories um what experiences are you having Mm -hmm. in life that you want to share maybe ask questions about Mm -hmm. get feedback or input Um, It can be questions that are very like content focused, like maybe, uh, can you explain what this term means or this concept? But it could also just be very relational focused. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a, you know, situation in a relationship that you want to write in about that we could maybe speak to and share some insight on. So whatever feels important to you as this group continues to grow, we want to make sure we're reaching each and every one of you in like whatever walk of life you're currently in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So with um, this opportunity that we have with the introductory episode, one of the fun things I think to do is to look backwards um, to what has this podcast been? What did we intend in starting it two seasons ago? Mm -hmm. And yeah, where are we at now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember when we, I'm trying to remember the first conversation we had about this podcast. I know a client-centered podcast was desired for a long time, but when this one yeah. And what we thought it would look like came to be. I remember. Do you remember? Well, I was just saying, I don't, I don't know if this is the very beginning, but the image that I have, so it had to have been decided before this, but mm-hmm. we were at the Walnut House, mm-hmm. which is a, an old home that we have that we practice therapy out of. And we were out on the front porch, the three of us, and just like sketching out like plans for the season. And um, I think we had dedicated an entire work day or work Mm -hmm. weekend Mm -hmm. and had dove into that. But conversation, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, I there? Like, gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then a, a lake weekend where we yes. had dove into actually recording. Yeah. Um, that's what I remember because I remember <laughs> yeah, that picture. Yeah. I hope we have that picture somewhere, Jamie, that we can it, find. I'm not sure, but. Is it the one where we're all sitting on the floor? With like books stacked yes. up in oh, a little yeah. Zoom recorder. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. Yes. I remember yes. it very well. On yeah. the floor in the living room with yeah. one little uh-huh. mic. In a little 32 gigabyte SD card in it. And to think about that, like this camera. Has Crazy. a five terabyte 
<laughs> hard drive to change to change yeah and it has a slot for two of them oh like, my gosh <laughs> i do remember it's in crazy. the very first episode there's this moment where i think a motorcycle goes by outside and there's sort of this like well i wonder what we do about that yeah. well, we'll just keep going <laughs> I, guess that's what, that. <laughs> I guess that's what this is now uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah it was uh very informal, yeah. but I think I I remember a conversation um, where we were talking about just the love of doing podcasts yeah. and just yeah. how much we've enjoyed having a way to do this together and um, a conversation where we kind of had the shared realization that, oh, there's other people listening to notice that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. that are not even therapists. Like all of our clients. Yeah. Like our, our yeah, people yeah. in therapy. And, you know, having this realization of, oh man, like that's got to be really challenging for them. No translation. <laughs> to, yeah, no translation. It's just, you know, clinician speaking clinician and using lingo um, without any explanation. And I had a lot of curiosity about why in the world would they be doing that? Like what, what would the appeal be? Um, and sort of concluding that there must be somewhat of a deficit Mm -hmm. of, uh, access to information to be able to really listen into how do therapists make sense of a therapeutic journey Mm -hmm. and communicating that in a way that clients can understand and connect with and, um, have a sense of, a roadmap to this long process that is a therapeutic journey. And that kind of set our desires for the first season of actually imagining this as a journey that somebody is on from beginning to end or beginning to whatever end is conceptualized as. Um, (laughs) uh, And so that, that kind of set the tone for the first season of wanting people to have some sense of a roadmap and guidance Mm -hmm. and um, a guide for that journey. Mm -hmm. And that, kind of birthed the desire to do it and the uh, framework for our first season. Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to, it seems like that kind of moved into in season two, where we're talking about like, what actually is trauma? What are these um, concepts and how are we conceptualizing cases for, with our clients that started to morph into like, this could be a adjunctive support to Mm -hmm. therapy Mm -hmm. where they're getting so much of this information that they can then go into the therapy relationship having already learned this somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so therapists really got on board with saying, oh my gosh, all of my clients could benefit from like hearing these things and learning this, Mm. but wouldn't necessarily have to take the time in session to talk about them. Once they learn it, then we can start integrating it in our relationship in Mm -hmm. session. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's so much that the world of therapy maybe isn't as good at communicating. Like even one of my favorite idea topics for that first season was the, um, you know, how do you know, how do you feel like it's a good fit? Like Mm -hmm. as a a client. Yeah. 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 Like that, I feel like isn't really something I've ever heard before outside of a lot of the work that we do. Um, you know, it's not really even a like privilege that's afforded conceptually in my mind it's, to are clients. Are you within my insurance network and yeah. can I afford to see you? Or do I, mm-hmm. does yeah. somebody I know know you and that's how I came to know you? Mm-hmm. So yeah. now like regardless of, 
I'm not really even paying attention to how I feel. Yeah. I guess I'm supposed to see you. Well, yeah. and how in the world do I actually even determine good fit? What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Right. right. If, I, if I've never had a relationship like this, that's kind of the point of why I'm here. Yeah. Um, of I haven't had relational safety, then how do I determine that and actually yeah. feel in my body whether or not I want to be here in this space mm -hmm. with you? Like, yeah, that takes a lot of unpacking, which we did a lot of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a good episode. Mm hmm also love just the breaking down, breaking the wall of what is trauma. Like, what mm -hmm. does that mean? I think that's, that's an episode we have referenced in so many different places. Yeah. yeah. Um, just, you know, after that point. And that was a huge, to me, a big shift in being able to open up that concept, not just to other clinicians, because mm -hmm. we talk about that with other therapists all the time, but to yeah. open it up to clients yeah. Um, yeah. more than just what's happening in our sessions. So that's another one of my like favorite episodes of the past mm -hmm. is that redefining what trauma is and really de-shaming and de-stigmatizing de that mm -hmm. term. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's recommended listening on like all of our courses. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's a good, like just, you should listen. To yes. Yeah. A primer. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. A primer. An intro, yeah. a primer, a good place to start for everybody. Yeah. 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 So what do you guys feel like? I mean, we're in season three, so we've been at this a minute now and kind of reflecting back. What do you guys feel like we sort of learned and gleaned from all of this uh, joint discussion and discovery together? That's yeah. such a good question. Mm. It's been such a growing and learning process as a whole. I feel like me personally, all of us professionally, the company, yeah. um, it's hard to weed out and sort out what's necessarily attributed to just like well, growth we, and we learning don't tend in this to weed podcast. things out. We just yeah. let it stay all messy together. All love it together. <laughs> but yeah, just I feel like these podcasts have been the core root of so much of mm -hmm. our growth and yeah, change. Um, growth as a business, but just like development as professionals like yeah. to be able to speak to these things and have to really figure out like, how do we speak to them yeah. in a way that other people um, are interested in hearing and are engaging for them. And then the feedback that we get and mm -hmm. the responses and the questions and the support mm -hmm. has just, I feel like has really shaped me as a professional in so yeah. many ways. Yeah. I'm just reflecting on an email that all of us received recently um, right after the holidays from a woman that mm. is a listener. And, uh, you know, if, if you're listening, you know exactly who you are. I'm not going to say your name for anonymity, but um, just sharing her own personal story of encountering this podcast. And for the first time hearing people talk about dissociation and DID and all of that in a totally different way that yeah. felt tremendously, yeah. Um, de-shaming and welcoming and opening um, to her own story and her mother's story and um, just giving a different lens to look through that uh, felt like hope mm -hmm. and felt like um, there was a, a spot for her mm -hmm. as a potential healer someday, um, even though, you know, she has struggled with so much. And I feel like you know, when I think about what have we learned, um, it's, I feel like part of what I've learned is that our personal stories are the thing that connects and that our relationships with each other are the thing that connects with listeners and with other people out there that while the information is tremendously valuable, uh, held in the 
packaging and the container of real relationship. It somehow takes on a new vitality and a Mm. new kind of meaning and richness. Um, Yeah, it's just much more alive when held in that package than Mm. uh, held kind of separate and in a more clinical situation, um, divorce from a relationship. And so I feel like I've been so grateful that we kind of accidentally but intentionally always held on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's become kind of a foundational piece of everything that we do mm-hmm. because in the podcast we discovered how essential it was and how, I think it was this, it's not just us that liked it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't just her art. <laughs> yeah, like we knew that we wanted to do it that way because it felt good and right to us. And it was important to us if we were going to work this hard and run this fast and do so much that we wanted to do it together. And we wanted to make it relationally meaningful and good for everybody as a human being. And then to discover that that was translating across the airwaves to all the other humans out there craving the same kind of relational connection was just like the loveliest surprise bonus mm. um, and something that we've really learned to lean into. And uh, I think that we'll always lean into that. Mm-hmm. That's probably been what's been the most surprising mm-hmm. to me is feeling like, and that's that's been um, shaping and building through all, all of the podcasts, but that, okay, people will come to this to hear what we have to say. They'll, they'll come for information. They'll come for um, the content. And right. so that needs to be on Front point. And, and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the main Very focus. Quality, yeah. Yeah. And then all of the feedback we're getting is, your content's great, but what I really love, yeah. and then the emphasis on the relational piece or... Mm-hmm. The silly moments that we're like, oh my gosh, please cut that out. Like, mm-hmm. Don't show that to anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the being human pieces mm-hmm. of like, oh, like the really natural aspects of what is it to be a therapist right. or to be a client, to be a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has been really surprising, but also so just like exciting and relieving mm-hmm. to me that it's not just the content. Yeah. And I think it's it's such an interesting um, idea to think about what podcasts are, um, and what really is maybe in the listener in their expectations of a podcast that we put out because in reading through, like even some of the, the comments or hearing people talk to me about the podcasts, we really are kind of just capturing the connection that the three of us have or whoever's Mm -hmm. on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's not that we have this agenda to, you know, curate or make a show right. out of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's us together. And so that's where you're going to get. I mean, get... like we're like this all the time, Bridget. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and we, we do kind of interrupt each other, like, and talk over each other or like get excited or, yeah. you know, in different ways communicate. And I think that's where it's really important to listen to these introductory mm-hmm. episodes because that sets the tone for what the rest of the episodes are going to be. Okay. So I'm going to do something rather vulnerable. You guys ready? Oh, we're ready. I don't okay. know. I don't know. <laughs> Do I have to participate? No, no, you don't. No, you, you don't okay. have to. We'll turn around. So I was, I don't remember. Oh, yes. No, I totally remember who it was. So so my, my partner's parents um, and some family members of theirs over the holidays were asking me questions naturally about the business. And my partner uh, really struggles to explain what it is that I do because that <laughs> I makes get sense. That. Yeah, I, it's like I'm I not even. It's like, um, like how much time do you have? And uh, I need to give you a lot of definitions of words before we even begin this conversation. Um, but I was doing my best, and I ended up in this sort of like meandering conversation uh, with one of his family members. It was just lovely, and I found myself saying this thing out loud, and then going. Oh, that's really true. Okay, so I'm going to share it with you. 
which is this. Uh, they were asking about the the dangers, and they said it that way, the dangers of going into business with friends. Oh. Yeah, right? And what came out of my mouth was, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we started as friends, and then we sort of ended as siblings. <laughs> That's fair. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. Because there's been a lot of, and this was the part where I was like, gosh, I really need you to know a lot of definitions. Um, <laughs> I said there was there was definitely the forming, storming, and norming of the whole process, yes. right? Which is, a, you know, a reference to um, the, the, a theory of group therapy um, of the process that group formation goes through. And I feel like we went through that. And what's funny is, like that's on the podcast. Yeah, you can listen to oh, that. You can you can like feel and you know, people that yeah. are more tuned into the the relational aspects of it, like you can feel the excitement at the beginning of like, oh my God, what are we we're doing? Together. This is the coolest yeah. thing ever. And then points were like, This is really stressful. Like, are you guys okay? Cause I don't think I'm okay. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and then this sort of settling into okay, I think we're okay. I yeah. think we did it. Like here here we are oh, finally. And the, the end result of that, um, it felt really true when it came out of my mouth. It's like, well, okay, yeah, we started as friends and we ended as family. And it's like, well, now we're siblings. So we're all like doing our own thing and we're yeah. busy with our own lives. But it's like, I have a finger on all of you at all times. Like, I'm not going to lose track of you. I know exactly yeah. where you are. Um, and so to give context to the energy that people feel, I think they've kind of been with us through that whole forming, storming, norming, you know, sibling journey of becoming a family that does this together and, uh, you know, makes space for difference, but then also have so much in common. Like yeah. you can look at us and see the commonality very much like yeah. a big family of siblings. Yeah. yeah. There's that common yeah. thread that really, yeah. I think, connects all of us and what mm -hmm. we're doing and all mm -hmm. of the many projects that we're doing right, right. that all holds it that's a great metaphor yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i was just curious like yeah how that landed for you guys because yeah. like it came out of my mouth i'm like oh that's true well yeah i think that <laughs> i mean to me one of my favorite parts about the podcast so far has been i guess the the stories that we get to tell and how mm -hmm. just spontaneously they kind of come out because mm -hmm. we don't plan to talk about those really before right the episode it's what's like, we plan in much our lives and people time. assume we, we plan do. so much there's there's five bullet points <laughs> sometimes yes. less Six. than maybe we should really, well that's fair yeah. okay well <laughs> i know this is going to be a Comes critical analysis the okay. yeah. i was going to say we know what role that sibling plays <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh my god that's so true i know <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Drink some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love the stories and I, I think that um, it's one thing that I hope the listener kind of picks up on, even from a client perspective is, you know, your therapist has a whole life Gosh, mm. yeah. mm -hmm. and that, I don't know for some, for some of the people that we get to work with from a consultation perspective, it's like, that's not true. Mm. The, the object that they've been put in is one that has no history. It's yeah. in the moment as a helper there. Yeah. And I don't know. I love that part of the podcast because we get to just unapologetically show mm -hmm. I have a whole history and the way I'm making sense of the present is through my past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even as a therapist, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, sort through things and synthesize things. But there are things that come up in me that are a pure, you know, response to my environment. Mm -hmm. And here's how we process through that. Yeah. And we don't view that as a negative thing at all. No, mm -hmm. it's fact, human. Yeah, it, it's welcomed as part of our um, process. And when we own it as reality mm. and quit pretending like it's not in the room with us all the time, there are beautiful ways of working with it that 
end up inviting other people's humanity. Yeah. And that I think has been kind of a co-discovery for all of us of, well, that applies to everything, like yeah. all situations. Yeah. Um, Every job, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone that's listening to this may not be a therapist, but mm-hmm. you also go into your profession or your family dynamics right. or your friendships and you have a whole life outside yeah. of that one yeah. dynamic. Yeah. You are and, not the roles that you play. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So let's, I'd love to, I know we kind of prefaced at the beginning what the season might look like, yeah. but um, maybe speak a little bit more to how we want to see season three go and what that looks like and mm-hmm. how we hope for it to play out. That I feel starts with what we want this podcast to be, mm-hmm. I think from a, you know, here's foundation of season one, I think is just imperative. Season two was a lot of the theory of what we're coming from, like yeah. how we understand human as organism and how we understand the development of, uh, you know, our being over time mm-hmm. and what happens when trauma enters that kind of scenario and what we do to find healing. So in this season, we really want to talk about healing. Uh, healing in the way of living after the fact, going on growing, mm-hmm. going on being. And that uh, can't just be from us, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It would just be so great. And I think that's where some of this like desire came from to open it up to the listeners. It would just be so great to make this a human story right? where we're getting to process the people who this podcast matters to the most, which is those who mm-hmm. listen to it. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I would love to just get you know, email after email of things that we can now like put out on a table, um, digitally or, or actually physically mm-hmm. and see what emerges what thematically. Show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does this make sense from a thread to yes. needle? What are like, when you guys think about that, what are some examples that you could imagine of, um, what are the kinds of questions that could emerge and the, the areas of healing that we could integrate and talk about like there's there's mm-hmm. so many options there yeah. um i think one that kind of immediately stands out to me is uh spirituality yeah mm-hmm. you know like that that is a huge source of meaning making and uh community and connection and relationship building and also trauma yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> it is a fraught and full area of the human experience. And so when it comes to any conversation about healing and what it means to be a human being, spirituality is going to be there. Yeah. And that's not the only thing that is going to be there. There's yeah. other ones too. We have a episode coming that is at least kind of thematically planned to look at ways of understanding the technology of healing mm. and spirituality is yeah. absolutely a piece of that. Yeah. And also like personality assessments mm-hmm. or like the Enneagram, I think is a great yeah. example of that yeah. where these are tools to look inward mm-hmm. and to understand what process you're really on yeah. in the moment right now. Yeah, I imagine or desire for things, you know, involving like relationships, intimate mm-hmm. relationships, parenting relationships as a parent or as the child of a parent Mm. um heck we could even talk about sex yes oh my (laughs) gosh absolutely yeah we better absolutely that'd be a great episode (laughs) friendships i mean just all different types there's a word for this that isn't that complicated i don't know why i can't think of it but what is it when people like write in asking for advice (laughs) 
there's a, there's a word like a well, that phrase works right in and ask okay. for advice yeah there's yeah. a word for that on like radio shows no i don't know i've lost mm-hmm. it but i'll come up with it like two weeks from now i'll let you all know <laughs> i'll go google it there you go that type of um a segment on that where it's not really our role as therapists to like give advice well you should do this oh, yeah. but i love the idea of people, idea of people writing in with those questions mm-hmm. and then us getting to show up and present it in a with a lens and a view yeah. that's honoring and true to this theory yes. so if you're needing like you know, advice on a situation, write that in and let us share kind of our perspective mm-hmm. or the lenses that we're looking through to understand that situation Yes, that gives yeah. you more information to be able to make your own decision and yeah. how to manage and handle that. And yeah. I think that advice, given who we are and how we make sense of the world, it's less likely to be go and do these things. Right. It won't be a do statement. No, it'll, it's much more likely to come in the form of Ask yourself these questions. And I wonder about... (laughs) Yes. Uh I I I feel curious about blank. Have you explored this with yourself or with this other person? What meaning do you make of et cetera? Um, And that I think stems from in our season two when we were talking about the theory, we talked about whack-a-mole therapy Mm. and where that really comes from. Whack-a-mole therapy has whack-a-mole therapists, which are essentially hitting things as they come up. And so why we might not give the advice or the immediate fix is because of that posture. We're not mm-hmm. concerned about the one instance where mm-hmm. this comes up to you. We're concerned about the elements that built it in the first place. Right. Yeah. So in our response to those things, it might be, you know, how are you understanding this throughout the patterns of your life? Right. And yeah. really connecting those dots. Because yeah. once we process it in that way, then we can generalize that growth to mm-hmm. m- multiple areas of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those sound like, really fun conversations Don't they i'm yeah. really excited mm-hmm. please those of you that are listening please write in with, with otherwise these. we're just Help gonna us. have to make stuff up <laughs> say, it's gonna get really awkward on here <laughs> we we'll have any, it'll be yeah. asking each other advice what do you think i should do Ooh, with my child in this juicy. situation <laughs> i know it's real, it's real. i got some rich stuff from my four and a half year old i'm just there saying how would you guys handle when she asks do our brains have brains because how do they know about themselves nice impressive right there and this is a sincere question that we don't have to answer now (laughs) well i moved into a conversation about consciousness and then she wanted to listen to more frozen songs so that felt right so she is still three okay (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) that's amazing Uh we could come with our own we could you were thinking of consultation No, no 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 It's now. I could just like spin off into a whole, we could just try to discuss this and figure it out, but I don't think we should. I'm, what are you doing right now? I've got time. Now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most interesting spare thing Spare the audience happening. and spare me from getting really frustrated. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I That's part of me too. I want to rescue you from that because I hate from that the feeling discomfort. so yeah. bad. I'll figure it out. Yeah. It's probably something very obvious and may just be advice. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it probably is that. It's Prescription? Something. No. Oh, there's a word. No. So how many people get in touch with us? Wait, no, sorry. There's questions. one element that I wanted to talk about on that, <laughs> okay. um, which is I really hope that people will like write in a dynamic, like this is, this is something that happens in my family. Yeah. Can you help me understand oh, this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or I've never just, I've never been able to understand this character trait in this person mm. just so we can start to really kind of help people almost as um, this database for um, yeah. you know understanding dynamics in the world okay i've got a question yeah 
Okay, this is a sincere question. You need to email it to us and we will review it. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> no, ahead. this is a question to help listeners know if these how how to frame these kinds of questions because in the world of Facebook, yes, I am about to talk about Facebook. There are a lot of questions on there from clients that are very curious about if what they're experiencing with their therapist in therapy is normal. Hmm. Right? And so I know that there's just a lot of questions out there about like, so my therapist does this. Mm -hmm. Is that normal? Like, is this a thing that should be happening? Because we don't, you know, get a window in on that kind of stuff very often. And we know that Hollywood cannot be trusted. And yet it's kind of our only source. So that can be confusing. Um, If the question is, well, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Hopefully that one's obvious. But (laughs) I think that there are some parameters around those kinds of questions that we would want to set out immediately, which Mm -hmm. is we can only answer questions based on the information you give us. Uh Right. And so we have to contextualize all of those conversations within the frame of there's going to be pieces of this story that are not included. And we know that. And you know that. And everybody listening knows that. So here's what that'll mean. When we answer questions, whether it's about your therapist, your family, yourself, etc., it will be our reflections on the content of the story that you give us and the the lens that you are telling that story through and it will be limited in that way but there's a lot of really uh rich information that comes out of how do we tell the stories that we tell Mm -hmm. why do we focus on the certain details that we do why do we leave out relevant information Mm -hmm. and not share certain things (laughs) and sometimes that's really obvious when it's like why didn't you tell me about xyz right Um, And so in those areas where it can get a little bit tricky because we never want to be telling you guys that your therapist is doing something wrong, we'll never do that. But we can ask questions and give reflections to help you kind of co-discover with your therapist whether there's something that needs to be explored. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great point of just in any context, therapy or relationship A marriage question. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of what I think we could share about is us attempting to even stay curious about what are the other components that you may not be saying with words. That's all we have to gather from the emails. But what else could possibly be um, a part of that story that we could help you to notice and and be curious about yourself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do people send in questions? So listeners can actually respond in a couple of different ways. We have an email address that's just general uh, to media at beyondhealingcenter.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we also have uh, various social media platforms where we would love to uh, see interaction as well on this. And that uh, is by just looking up Beyond Trauma Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and you can just title your subject line or uh, leave a comment that just says Beyond Trauma Uh correspondence or question mm-hmm. or whatever you mm-hmm. however Beyond you want to title question. it yep. Yep. and then just put it in there send mm-hmm. it our way yeah well, thank you so much for listening guys we're excited for this season yes take care we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode and that it will aid you in your healing journey if you are feeling inspired by something that you heard today and desire to seek out your own therapy we would encourage you to do so and would be honored to support you in finding a therapist that is the right fit for you. You can contact us by emailing therapy at beyondhealingcenter.com. 
If you want to stay connected, please subscribe to this podcast for more episodes, leave us a review, and follow us on social media by searching Beyond Trauma Podcast. This podcast is a project of Beyond Healing Media, a media creation group committed to creativity, community, and embracing the beauty of being human. If you like this podcast, you might also like the other podcasts of Beyond Healing Media. Notice That is an EMDR podcast hosted by Andrea-approved consultants and trainers who use EMDR in their practice. The Burnout Educator is an interview-style podcast that invites stories from people across the spectrum of the educational system and seeks to see the human inside the role they play. It is our desire that you see parts of your story and those around you in the stories you hear. The Evidence-Based Therapist is an educational podcast where we read so you don't have to. On this podcast, we discuss seminal, recent, and relevant research on psychotherapeutics and the embodied relational sciences. How do we know what is evidence-based and how do we use it in our practice? You'll find out on the EBT podcast. Welcome back to Beyond Trauma. We are here for the uh, introduction to season three. The three of us are here in the studio and we have uh, the addition of so much more gear and aesthetics, yeah. which mm-hmm. is really fun. Yes. We have a set. We do. We do. We have a set. So nice. It's been designed specifically for this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm all feels yes together but a lot of time and thought into that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and a lot of just preparation i think for this season we've taken quite a bit of time off Mm -hmm. both for like rest and then also just because the world's kind of crazy yeah more time Mm -hmm. than we expected to be taking off we Mm -hmm. thought we'd be doing this episode maybe like three weeks ago i think Uh uh-huh and it's not three weeks ago right it's here now (laughs) So we are very excited to uh, do this kind of introductory episode and has what's kind of become custom or accustomed to um, the audio aesthetic of our podcast is we just kind of vision cast. We like to kind of break down the the wall between the thought that goes into planning these episodes and make it much more kind of approachable or transparent to you as the listener. And that's actually kind of the theme of this Mm -hmm. season. We really want... Uh, this season to be co-curated by all of us, including you as the listener, mm-hmm. on what it is that we're really talking about. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited about that shift. Yes. I think the first two seasons had great purpose in like laying a foundation and talking about like what is therapy and why do we need it and what could it look like? And then going into trauma and how that, mm. you know, is affects our system. And then now moving into a place of what is it that our listeners are wanting to hear yeah. and what feels like would really benefit them and then us build our season around that. Yes. Yes. So this season does have um, just an initial kind of launch uh, as far as the topics, but then we're really hoping to get some pretty consistent interaction from you all. Um, that doesn't necessarily need to be in the form of a question, but it could even be a comment or something that, you know, as you've come to uh, know more about the podcast, or even if you're just now tuning into the podcast, what um, you think about trauma or your journey of trauma, your mm-hmm. your experience of um, therapy, your experience of self-growth, um, all kinds of things, really just the yeah. human experience is what we're hoping to see. Which 
By the way, did you guys realize how much Beyond Trauma has grown? Like how many people are actually listening? No, I have to no these idea. Episodes? <laughs> I had no idea. Ryan, no. I don't yeah. know if he did this with yeah. you. He kind of gave we me on... a report or update on all of the numbers. Yeah. I'm really surprised with where we're at with this one. Are you going to share it? I don't remember. <laughs> you might. I think it's 16,000 or something oh, okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. So I think in my mind, it's still been like... Um, one of our other podcasts noticed that, which we have the following has grown significantly mm-hmm. with that. And then I just imagine like, oh, we just have this like really small, intimate group of people that we're talking to on here. Mm-hmm. And I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still very excited about it. And then I'm like, oh, that little small group has grown mm-hmm. significantly. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's exciting. All of Beyond Healing Media together has over half a million downloads. Oh. Okay. Amazing. Yeah, pretty crazy. So yeah. cool. Yeah. So to get to really just reach out to you guys. And as Bridget was saying, I want we really want to hear from you as this continues to grow. Find more and more information about what you're looking for. What are your stories? Um, what experiences are you having mm-hmm. in life that you want to share? Maybe ask questions about, mm-hmm. get feedback or input. Um, it can be questions that are very like content focused, like maybe, uh, can you explain what this term means or this yeah. concept? But it could also just be very relational focused. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a you know situation in a relationship that you want to write in about that we could maybe speak to and share some insight on. So whatever feels important to you as this group continues to grow, we want to make sure we're reaching each and every one of you in like whatever walk of life you're currently in. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So with um, this opportunity that we have with the introductory episode, one of the fun things I think to do is to look backwards um, to what has this podcast been? What did we intend in starting it two seasons ago? Mm -hmm. And yeah, where are we at now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember when we, I'm trying to remember the first conversation we had about this podcast. I know a client-centered podcast was desired for a long time, but when this one And what we thought it would look like came to be. I remember. Do you remember? (laughs) Well, I was just saying, I don't, I don't know if this is the very beginning, but the image that I have, so it had to have been decided before this, but Mm -hmm. we were at the Walnut House, Mm -hmm. which is an old home that we have that we practice therapy out of. And we were out on the front porch, the three of us, and just like sketching out like plans for the season. And yeah. um, I think we had dedicated an entire work day or work mm-hmm. weekend mm-hmm. and had dove it. into that. But I conversation, there, right? yeah. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, all three of us. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Was yeah, I there? Like, gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then a, a lake weekend where we yes. had dove into actually recording. Yeah. Um, that's what I remember because I remember yeah, that picture. <laughs> yeah. I hope we have that picture somewhere, Jamie, that we can it, find. I'm not sure, but. Is it the one where we're all sitting on the floor? With like books stacked yes. up in oh, a little yeah. Zoom recorder. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. Yes. I remember yes. it very well. On yeah. the floor in the living room with yeah. one little uh-huh. mic. And a little 32 gigabyte SD card in it. And to think about now, like this camera. Has Crazy. a five terabyte <laughs> hard drive to change. To change, yeah, yeah. and it has a slot for two of them. Oh like, my gosh! <laughs> I do remember it's in crazy. the very first episode, there's this moment where I think a motorcycle goes by outside, <laughs> and there's sort of this like, well, I wonder what we do about that. Yeah. Well, we'll just keep going. <laughs> I guess that's what, that. <laughs> I guess that's what this is now. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it was uh, very informal. Yeah, but I think. I, I remember a conversation um, 
where we were talking about just the love of doing podcasts yeah. and just yeah. how much we've enjoyed having a way to do this together and um, a conversation where we kind of had this shared realization that, oh, there's other people listening to notice that yes. um, mm-hmm. that are not even therapists. Like all of our clients. Yeah. Like our, our yeah, people yeah. in therapy and, you know, having this realization of, oh man, like that's got to be really challenging for them. No translation. (laughs) Yeah, no translation. It's just, you know, clinician speaking clinician and using lingo um, without any explanation. And I had a lot of curiosity about why in the world would they be doing that? Like what what would the appeal be? Um, And sort of concluding that there must be somewhat of a deficit Mm. of uh, access to information to be able to really listen into how do therapists make sense of a therapeutic journey mm-hmm. and communicating that in a way that clients can understand and connect with and um, have a sense of a roadmap to this long process that is a therapeutic journey. And that kind of set our desires for the first season of actually imagining this as a journey that somebody is on from beginning to end or beginning to whatever end is conceptualized as, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, and so that, that kind of set the tone for the first season of wanting people to have some sense of a roadmap and guidance mm-hmm. and, um, a guide for that journey. Mm-hmm. And that kind of birthed the desire to do it and the, uh, framework for our first season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be able to, it seems like that kind of moved into in season two where we're talking about like what actually is trauma what are these um, concepts and how are we conceptualizing cases for with our clients that started to morph into like this could be a adjunctive support to Mm -hmm. therapy Mm -hmm. where they're getting so much of this information that they can then go into the therapy relationship having already learned this somewhere Yeah. yeah And so therapists really got on board with saying, oh my gosh, all of my clients could benefit from like hearing these things and learning this, Mm. but wouldn't necessarily have to take the time in session to talk about them. Once they learn it, then we can start integrating it in our relationship in Mm -hmm. session. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's so much that the world of therapy maybe isn't as good at communicating. Like even one of my favorite idea topics for that first season was the um, you know, how do you know, how do you feel like it's a good fit? Like mm-hmm. as With a client. A yeah. 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 Like that, I feel like isn't really something I've ever heard before outside of a lot of the work that we do. Um, you know, it's not really even a like privilege that's afforded conceptually in my mind it's, to are clients. Are you within my insurance network and yeah. can I afford to see you? Or do I, mm-hmm. does yeah. somebody I know know you and that's how I came to know you? Mm-hmm. So yeah. now like regardless of, I'm not really even paying attention to how I feel, yeah. I guess I'm supposed to see you. Well, yeah. and how in the world do I actually even determine good fit? What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Right. right. If, I, if I've never had a relationship like this, that's kind of the point of why I'm here. Yeah. Um, of I haven't had relational safety, then how do I determine that and actually yeah. feel in my body whether or not I want to be here in this space Mm -hmm. with you like yeah that takes a lot of unpacking which we did a lot of yeah Mm -hmm. that was a good episode Mm -hmm. I also love just the breaking down breaking the wall of what is trauma like what Mm -hmm. does that mean I think that's that's an episode we have referenced in so many different places yeah Yeah. um just you know after that point and that was a huge 
to me, a big shift in being able to open up that concept, not just to other clinicians, because mm. we talk about that with other therapists all the time, but to yeah. open it up to clients yeah. Um, yeah. more than just what's happening in our sessions. So that's another one of my like favorite episodes of the past mm. is that redefining what trauma is and really de-shaming and de-stigmatizing de that mm -hmm. term. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's recommended listening on like all of our courses. I think it is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's a good, like just, you should listen. To yes. Yeah. It's a primer. Yeah. 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 A primer. An intro, yeah. a primer, a good place to start for everybody. Yeah. 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 So what do you guys feel like, I mean, we're in season three, so we've been at this a minute now and kind of reflecting back. What do you guys feel like we sort of learned and gleaned from all of this, uh, joint discussion and discovery together that's such a good question mm. it's been such a growing and learning process as a whole i feel like me personally all of us professionally the company yeah. um, it's hard to weed out and sort out what's necessarily attributed to just like well, growth we, and we learning don't tend in this to weed podcast. things out we just yeah. let it stay all messy together, all it together. <laughs> but yeah just i feel like these podcasts have been the core root of so much of our growth and yeah, change um, growth as a business, but just like development as professionals yeah. like to be able to speak to these things and have to really figure out like, how do we speak to them yeah. in a way that other people um, are interested in hearing and are engaging for them. And then the feedback that we get and mm -hmm. the responses and the questions and the support mm -hmm. has just, I feel like has really shaped me as a professional in so yeah. many ways. Yeah, I'm just reflecting on an email that all of us received recently, um, right after the holidays from a woman that mm. is a listener. And, uh, you know, if, if you're listening, you know exactly who you are. I'm not going to say your name for anonymity, but um, just sharing her own personal story of encountering this podcast and for the first time hearing people talk about dissociation and DID and all of that in a totally different way that yeah. felt tremendously... Yeah. Um, de-shaming and welcoming and opening um, to her own story and her mother's story and um, just giving a different lens to look through that uh, felt like hope mm -hmm. and felt like um, there was a, a spot for her mm -hmm. as a potential healer someday, um, even though, you know, she has struggled with so much. And I feel like you know, when I think about what have we learned, um, it's, I feel like part of what I've learned is that our personal stories are the thing that connects and that our relationships with each other are the thing that connects with listeners and with other people out there that while the information is tremendously valuable, uh, held in the packaging and the container of real relationship, it somehow takes on a new vitality and a mm. new kind of meaning and richness um, yeah, it's just much more alive when held in that package than, mm. uh, held kind of separate and in a more clinical situation, um, divorce from a relationship. And so I feel like I've been so grateful that we kind of accidentally, but intentionally always held on to that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's become kind of a foundational piece of everything that we do mm. because in the podcast we discovered how essential it was and how I think it was this, it's not just us that liked it. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. It wasn't just her art. But, okay. yeah, like we knew that we wanted to do it that way because it felt good and right to us. And it was important to us if we were going to work this hard and run this fast and do so much that we wanted to do it together. And we wanted to make it relationally meaningful and good for everybody as a human being. And then to discover that that was translating across the airwaves to all the other humans out there craving the same kind of relational connection was just like the loveliest surprise bonus mm. um, and something that we've really learned to lean into. And uh, I think that we'll always lean into that. Mm-hmm. That's probably been what's been the most surprising mm-hmm. to me is feeling like, and that's that's been um, shaping and building through all, all of the podcasts, but that, okay, people will come to this to hear what we have to say. They'll, they'll come for information. They'll come for um, the content. And right. so that needs to be front point. And, and yes. yeah, the, yeah, the main focus. Quality, yeah. Yeah. And then all of the feedback we're getting is your content's great, but what I really love, yeah. and then the emphasis on the relational piece or mm-hmm. – the silly moments that we're like, oh my gosh, please cut that out. Like, mm-hmm. Don't show that to anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the being human pieces mm-hmm. of like, oh, like the really natural aspects of what is it to be a therapist right. or to be a client, to be a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has been really surprising, but also so just like exciting and relieving mm-hmm. to me that it's not just the content. Yeah. And I think it's, it's such an interesting um, idea to think about what podcasts are, um, and what really is maybe in the listener in their expectations of a podcast that we put out because in reading through, like even some of the, the comments or hearing people talk to me about the podcasts, we really are kind of just capturing the connection that the three of us have or whoever's Mm -hmm. on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's not that we have this agenda to, you know, curate or make a show right. out of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's us together. And so that's where you're going to get. I mean, get... like we're like this all the time, Bridget. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and we, we do kind of interrupt each other, like, and talk over each other or like get excited or, yeah. you know, in different ways communicate. And I think that's where it's really important to listen to these introductory mm-hmm. episodes because that sets the tone for what the rest of the episodes are going to be. Okay. So I'm going to do something rather vulnerable. You guys ready? Oh, we're ready. I don't okay. know. I don't know. <laughs> Do I have to participate? No, no, you don't. No, you, you don't okay. have to. We'll turn around. So I was, I don't remember. Oh, yes. No, I totally remember who it was. So so my, my partner's parents um, and some family members of theirs over the holidays were asking me questions naturally about the business. And my partner uh, really struggles to explain what it is that I do because that <laughs> I makes get sense. That. Yeah, I, it's like I'm I not even. It's like, um, like how much time do you have? And uh, I need to give you a lot of definitions of words before we even begin this conversation. Um, but I was doing my best, and I ended up in this sort of like meandering conversation uh, with one of his family members. It was just lovely, and I found myself saying this thing out loud, and then going. Oh, that's really true. Okay, so I'm going to share it with you, which is this. Uh, they were asking about the the dangers, and they said it that way, the dangers of going into business with friends. Oh. Yeah, right? And what came out of my mouth was, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we started as friends, and then we sort of ended as siblings. <laughs> 
that's fair. That is very true. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of, and this was the part where I was like, gosh, I really need you to know a lot of definitions. Um, <laughs> I said there was, there was definitely the forming, storming, and norming of the whole process, yes. right? Which is, a, you know, a reference to um, the, the, a theory of group therapy um, of the process that group formation goes through. And I feel like we went through that. And what's funny is like, that's on the podcast. Yeah. You can listen to oh, you can, you can like feel, and you know, people that yeah. are more tuned into the, the relational aspects of it. Like you can feel the excitement at the beginning of like, Oh my God, what are we We're doing? Together. This is the coolest yeah. thing ever. And then points were like, this is really stressful. Like, are you guys okay? Cause I don't think I'm okay. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> and then this sort of settling into, okay, I think we're okay. I yeah. think we did it. Like here, here we are oh, finally. And the, the end result of that, um, it felt really true when it came out of my mouth. It's like, well, okay. Yeah. We started as friends and we ended as family and it's like, well now we're siblings. So we're all like doing our own thing and we're yeah. busy with our own lives. But it's like, I have a finger on all of you at all times. Like, I'm not going to lose track of you. I know exactly yeah. where you are. Um, and so to give context to the energy that people feel, I think they've kind of been with us through that whole forming, storming, norming, you know, sibling journey of becoming a family that does this together and, uh, you know, makes space for difference, but then also have so much in common. Like yeah. you can look at us and see the commonality very much like yeah. a big family of siblings. Yeah. yeah. There's that common yeah. thread that really, yeah. I think, connects all of us and what mm -hmm. we're doing and all mm -hmm. of the many projects that we're doing right, right. that all holds it that's a great metaphor yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i was just curious like yeah how that landed for you guys yeah. like it came out of my mouth i'm like oh that's true well yeah i think that <laughs> i mean to me one of my favorite parts about the podcast so far has been i guess the the stories that we get to tell and how mm -hmm. just spontaneously they kind of come out because mm -hmm. we don't plan to talk about those really before right the episode it's what's like, we plan in much our lives and people time. assume we plan we so much there's there's five bullet points <laughs> sometimes less than maybe we should really, well that's fair yeah. okay well <laughs> i know this is going to be a Comes critical analysis okay. yeah. i was going to say we know what role that sibling plays <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh my god that's so true i know <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that's amazing yeah. drink some coffee yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i i love the stories and i i think that um it's one thing that i hope the listener kind of picks up on even from a client perspective is you know your therapist has a whole life gosh mm. yeah mm -hmm. and that i don't know for some for some of the people that we get to work with from a consultation perspective it's like that's not true the the object that they've been put in is one that has no history. It's yeah. in the moment as a helper there. Yeah. And I don't know. I love that part of the podcast because we get to just unapologetically show mm -hmm. I have a whole history and the way I'm making sense of the present is through my past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even as a therapist, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, sort through things and synthesize things. But there are things that come up in me that are a pure, you know, response to my environment. Mm -hmm. And here's how we process through that. Yeah. And we don't view that as a negative thing at all. No, in it's fact, human. Yeah, it, it's welcomed as part of our um, process. And when we own it as reality mm. and quit pretending like it's not in the room with us all the time, there are beautiful ways of working with it that end up inviting other people's humanity. Yeah. And that I think has been kind of a co-discovery for all of us of, well, that applies to everything, like yeah. all situations. Yeah. Um, Every job, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone that's listening to this, 
may not be a therapist, but mm-hmm. you also go into your profession or your family dynamics right. or your friendships and you have a whole life outside yeah. of that one yeah. dynamic. Yeah. You are and, not the roles that you play. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, Let's, I'd love to, I know we kind of prefaced at the beginning what the season might look like, but um, maybe speak a little bit more to how we want to see season three go and what that looks like and how we hope for it to play out. That I feel starts with what we want this podcast to be. Mm -hmm. I think from a, you know, here's foundation of season one, I think is just imperative. Season two was a lot of the theory of what we're coming from like how we understand human as organism and how we understand the development of uh you know our being over time Mm. and what happens when trauma enters that kind of scenario and what we do to find healing so in this season we really want to talk about healing uh healing in the way of living after the fact going on growing Mm -hmm. going on being and that uh can't just be from us Mm -hmm. i feel Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it would just be so great. And I think that's where some of this like desire came from to open it up to the listeners. It would just be so great to make this a human story right? where we're getting to process the people who this podcast matters to the most, which is those who mm-hmm. listen to it. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I would love to just get, you know, email after email of things that we can now like put out on a table, um, digitally or or actually physically mm-hmm. and see what emerges what thematically show up. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and how does this make sense from a thread to yes. needle what are like when you guys think about that what are some examples that you can imagine of um, what are the kinds of questions that could emerge and the the areas of healing that we could integrate and talk about like there's there's mm-hmm. so many options there yeah. Um, I think one that kind of immediately stands out to me is uh, spirituality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that is a huge source of meaning making and uh, community and connection and relationship building and also trauma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is a fraught and full area of the human experience. And so when it comes to any conversation about healing and what it means to be a human being, spirituality is going to be there. And that's not the only thing that is going to be there. There's other ones too. We have a episode coming that is at least kind of thematically planned to look at ways of understanding the technology of healing Mm. and spirituality is absolutely a piece of that. And also like personality assessments Mm -hmm. or like the Enneagram, I think is a great example of that where these are tools to look inward Mm -hmm. and to understand what process you're really on in the moment right now. Yeah. I imagine or desire for things, you know, involving like relationships, intimate Mm -hmm. relationships, parenting, relationships as a parent or as the child of a yeah. parent mm-hmm. um heck we could even talk about sex yes oh my <laughs> gosh absolutely yeah we better absolutely that'd be a great episode <laughs> friendships i mean just all different types there's a word for this that isn't that complicated i don't know why i can't think of it but what is it when people like write in asking for advice a- <laughs> There's a, there's a word like a well, that phrase works right in and ask okay. for advice yeah there's yeah. a word for that on like radio shows no I don't know I've lost mm-hmm. it but I'll come up with it like two weeks from now and let you all know <laughs> I'll go Google it there you go that type of um, 
a segment on that where it's not really our role as therapists to like give advice. Well, you should do this. Oh, yeah. But I love the idea of people, idea of people writing in with those questions mm-hmm. and then us getting to show up and present it in a with a lens and a view yeah. that's honoring and true to this theory. So yes. if you're needing like you know, advice on a situation, write that in and let us share kind of our perspective Mm -hmm. or the lenses that we're looking through to understand that situation that gives you more information to be able to make your own decision and how to manage and handle that. And I think that advice, given who we are and how we make sense of the world, it's less likely to be go and do these things. It won't be a do statement. It's much more likely to come in the form of Ask yourself these questions. And I wonder about... (laughs) Yes. Uh I I I feel curious about blank. Have you explored this with yourself or with this other person? What meaning do you make of et cetera? Um, And that I think stems from in our season two when we were talking about the theory, we talked about whack-a-mole therapy Mm. and where that really comes from. Whack-a-mole therapy has whack-a-mole therapists, which are essentially hitting things as they come up. And so why we might not give the advice or the immediate fix is because of that posture. We're not mm-hmm. concerned about the one instance where mm-hmm. this comes up to you. We're concerned about the elements that built it in the first place. Right. Yeah. So in our response to those things, it might be, you know, how are you understanding this throughout the patterns of your life? Right. And yeah. really connecting those dots. Because once yeah. we process it in that way, then we can generalize that growth to mm-hmm. m- multiple areas of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those sound like, really fun conversations they i'm really excited Mm -hmm. please those of you that are listening please write in with with otherwise we're just gonna have to make stuff up (laughs) it's gonna get really awkward on here it'll be asking each other advice what do you think i should do with my child in this situation (laughs) i know real real i got some rich stuff from my four and a half year old i'm just saying how would you guys handle when she asks do our brains have brains because how do they know about themselves nice impressive right there and this is a sincere question that we don't have to answer now (laughs) well i moved into a conversation about consciousness and then she wanted to listen to more frozen songs so that felt right (laughs) so she is still three okay yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's amazing Uh we could come with our own we could thinking of consultation No, no 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 It's now. I could just like spin off into a whole, we could just try to discuss this and figure it out, but I don't think we should. What are you doing right now? I've got time now. This is the most interesting spare thing Spare the audience happening. and spare me from getting really frustrated. I'm so sorry. I That's part of me too. I want to rescue you from that because I hate from that the feeling discomfort. so yeah. bad. I'll figure it out. Yeah. It's probably something very obvious and may just be advice. Mm-hmm. It, it probably is that. <laughs> Prescription? No. no. There's a word. So how may people get in touch with us to ask Wait, no, sorry. There's one questions. element that I wanted to talk about on that, <laughs> okay. um, which is I really hope that people will like write in a dynamic, like this is this is something that happens in my family. Yeah. Can you help me understand oh, this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or I've never just I've never been able to understand this character trait in this person. Mm. Just so we can start to really kind of help people almost as um, this database for um, yeah. you know understanding dynamics in the world. Okay, I've got a question. Yeah. Okay, this is a sincere question. You need to email it to us, and we will review. It. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, ahead. this is a question to help listeners know if these how how to frame these kinds of questions because in the world of facebook yes i am about to talk about facebook there are a lot of questions on there from clients that are very curious about 
if what they're experiencing with their therapist in therapy is normal, Mm. right? And so I know that there's just a lot of questions out there about like, so my therapist does this. Mm -hmm. Is that normal? Like, is this a thing that should be happening? Because we don't, you know, get a window in on Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff very often. And we know that Hollywood cannot be trusted and yet it's kind of our only source. So that can be confusing. Um, If the question is, well, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Hopefully that one's obvious. But (laughs) I think that there are some parameters around those kinds of questions that we would want to set out immediately, which Mm -hmm. is we can only answer questions based on the information you give us. Uh Right. And so we have to contextualize all of those conversations within the frame of there's going to be pieces of this story that are not included. And we know that. And you know that. And everybody listening knows that. So here's what that'll mean. When we answer questions, whether it's about your therapist, your family, yourself, et cetera, it will be our reflections on the content of the story that you give us and the the lens that you are telling that story through. And it will be limited in that way. But there's a lot of really uh, rich information that comes out of how do we tell the stories that we tell? Why do we focus on the certain details that we do? Why do we leave out relevant information mm-hmm. and not share certain things? <laughs> yes. And sometimes that's really obvious when it's like, why didn't you tell me about X, Y, Z, right? Um, and so in those areas where it can get a little bit tricky because we never want to be telling you guys that your therapist is doing something wrong. Yeah. We'll never do that. But we can ask questions and give reflections to help you kind of co-discover with your therapist whether there's something that needs to be explored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great point of just in any context, yeah. therapy or relationship a in marriage general. question. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of what I think we could share about is us attempting to even stay curious about what are the other components that you may not be saying right. with words. That's all we have to gather from the emails. But what else could possibly be um, a part of that story yeah. that we could help you to notice and, and be curious about yourself? Mm-hmm. 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 So how do people send in questions? So listeners can actually respond in a couple of different ways. We have an email address that's just general uh, to media at beyondhealingcenter.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we also have uh, various social media platforms where we would love to uh, see interaction as well on this. And that uh, is by just looking up Beyond Trauma Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and you can just title your subject line or uh, leave a comment that just says beyond trauma uh, correspondence or question mm-hmm. or whatever you, mm-hmm. however beyond you want to title question. it. Yep. Yep. And then just put it in there. Mm-hmm. Send it our way. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening, guys. We're excited for this season. Yes. Take care. We hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode and that it will aid you in your healing journey. If you are feeling inspired by something that you heard today, and desire to seek out your own therapy, we would encourage you to do so and would be honored to support you in finding a therapist that is the right fit for you. You can contact us by emailing therapy at beyondhealingcenter.com. If you want to stay connected, please subscribe to this podcast for more episodes, leave us a review, and follow us on social media by searching Beyond Trauma Podcast.
This podcast is a project of Beyond Healing Media, a media creation group committed to creativity, community, and embracing the beauty of being human. If you like this podcast, you might also like the other podcasts of Beyond Healing Media. Notice That is an EMDR podcast hosted by Andrea-approved consultants and trainers who use EMDR in their practice. The Burnout Educator is an interview-style podcast that invites stories from people across the spectrum of the educational system and seeks to see the human inside the role they play. It is our desire that you see parts of your story and those around you in the stories you hear. The Evidence-Based Therapist is an educational podcast where we read so you don't have to. On this podcast, we discuss seminal, recent, and relevant research on psychotherapeutics and the embodied relational sciences. How do we know what is evidence-based and how do we use it in our practice? You'll find out on the EBT podcast. Welcome back to Beyond Trauma. We are here for the uh, introduction to season three. The three of us are here in the studio and we have uh, the addition of so much more gear and aesthetics, yeah. which mm-hmm. is really fun. Yes. We have a set. We do. We do. We have a set. So nice. It's been designed specifically for this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. All feels yes. together. Put a lot of time and thought into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a lot of just preparation, I think, for this season. We've taken quite a bit of time off, mm-hmm. both for like rest and then also just because the world's kind of crazy. Yeah. More mm-hmm. time than we expected to be taking off. We mm-hmm. thought we'd be doing this episode maybe like three weeks ago, I think. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's not three weeks ago. Right. No. It's yeah. here now. Mm-hmm. So we are very excited to uh, do this kind of introductory episode and has what's kind of become custom or accustomed to um, the audio aesthetic of our podcast is we just kind of vision cast. We like to kind of break down the the wall between the thought that goes into planning these episodes and make it much more kind of approachable or transparent to you as the listener. And that's actually kind of the theme of this Mm -hmm. season. We really want uh, this season to be co-curated by all of us, including you as the listener Mm -hmm. on what it is that we're really talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited about that shift. Yes. I think the first two seasons had great purpose in like laying a foundation and talking about like what is therapy and why do we need it and what could it look like and then going into trauma and how that, mm. you know, is affects our system and then now moving into a place of what is it that our listeners are wanting to hear yeah. and what feels like would really benefit them and then us build our season around that. Yes, yes. So this season does have um, just an initial kind of launch uh, as far as the topics, but then we're really hoping to get some pretty consistent interaction from you all um, that doesn't necessarily need to be in the form of a question, but it could even be a comment or something that, you know, as you've come to uh, know more about the podcast, or even if you're just now tuning into the podcast, what um, you think about trauma or your journey of trauma, your, your experience of, um, therapy, your experience of self growth, um, all kinds of things, really just the human experience. That's what we're hoping to see. Which by the way, did you guys realize how much beyond trauma has grown? Like how many people are actually listening? No, I have no idea. (laughs) I had no idea. Ryan, I don't know if he did this with you. He kind of gave me a report or update on all of the numbers. Yeah. I'm really surprised with where we're at with this one. Are you going to share it? I don't remember. <laughs> you might. I think it's 16,000 or something oh, okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. So I think in my mind, it's still been like 
um, one of our other podcasts noticed that, which we have the following has grown significantly mm-hmm. with that. And then I just imagine like, oh, we just have this like really small, intimate group of people that we're talking to on here. Mm-hmm. And I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still very excited about it. And then I'm like, oh, that little small group has grown mm-hmm. significantly. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's exciting. All of Beyond Healing Media together has over half a million downloads. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah, pretty crazy. So yeah. cool. Yeah. So to get to really just reach out to you guys and as Bridger was saying, I want we really want to hear from you as this continues to grow. Find more and more information about what you're looking for. What are your stories? Um, what experiences are you having mm-hmm. in life that you want to share? Maybe ask questions about, mm-hmm. get feedback or input. Um, it can be questions that are very like content focused, like maybe, uh, can you explain what this term means or this yeah. concept? But it could also just be very relational focused. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a you know situation in a relationship that you want to write in about that we could maybe speak to and share some insight on. So whatever feels important to you as this group continues to grow, we want to make sure we're reaching each and every one of you in like whatever walk of life you're currently in. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So with um, this opportunity that we have with the introductory episode, one of the fun things I think to do is to look backwards um, to what has this podcast been? What did we intend in starting it two seasons ago? Mm. And yeah, where are we at now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember when we, I'm trying to remember the first conversation we had about this podcast. I know a client-centered podcast was desired for a long time, but when this one and yeah. what we thought it would look like came to be. I remember. Do you remember? Well, I was just saying, I don't, I don't know if this is the very beginning, but the image that I have, so it had to have been decided before this, but mm-hmm. we were at the Walnut House, mm-hmm. which is a, an old home that we have that we practice therapy out of. And we were out on the front porch, the three of us, and just like sketching out like plans for the season. And yeah. um, I think we had dedicated an entire work day or work mm-hmm. weekend mm-hmm. and had dove it. into that. But I conversation, there, right? yeah. 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 It was yeah. all three of us. Hey, yeah. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, was I there? Like, gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then a, a lake weekend where we yes. had dove into actually recording. Yeah. Um, that's what I remember because I remember <laughs> yeah, that picture. <laughs> yeah. I hope we have that picture somewhere. Jamie, that we can it, find. I'm not sure, but this is the one we're all sitting on the floor with like books stacked yes. up in oh, the little yes. Zoom recorder. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. Yes. I remember yes. it very well. On yeah. the floor in the living room with yeah. one little uh-huh. mic, and a little 32 gigabyte SD card mm-hmm. in it. And to think about now, like this camera has <laughs> a five terabyte <laughs> hard drive <laughs> to change. To change, yeah, and yeah. it has a slot for two of them. Oh like, my gosh! <laughs> I do remember it's in crazy. the very first episode, there's this moment where. I think a motorcycle goes by outside and they're sort of just like, well, I wonder what we do about that. Yeah. Well, we'll just keep going. <laughs> I, guess that's what, that. I guess that's what this is now. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it was uh, very informal. Yeah. But I think I, I remember a conversation um, where we were talking about just the love of doing podcasts yeah. and just yeah. how much we've enjoyed having a way to do this together and um, a conversation where we kind of had this shared realization that, oh, there's other people listening to notice that, yes. um, mm-hmm. that are not even therapists, like all of our clients. Yeah. Like our, our, yeah, people yeah. in therapy and, you know, having this realization of, 
oh man, like that's got to be really challenging for them. <laughs> no translation. <laughs> to, yeah, no translation. It's just, you know, clinician speaking clinician and using lingo um, without any explanation. And I had a lot of curiosity about why in the world would they be doing that? Like what, what would the appeal be? Um, and sort of concluding that there must be somewhat of a deficit Mm. of, uh, access to information to be able to really listen into how do therapists make sense of a therapeutic journey Mm. and communicating that in a way that clients can understand and connect with and, um, have a sense of, a roadmap to this long process that is a therapeutic journey. And that kind of set our desires for the first season of actually imagining this as a journey that somebody is on from beginning to end or beginning to whatever end is conceptualized as. Um, (laughs) uh, And so that, that kind of set the tone for the first season of wanting people to have some sense of a roadmap and guidance Mm -hmm. and um, a guide for that journey. Mm -hmm. And that, kind of birthed the desire to do it and the uh, framework for our first season. Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to, it seems like that kind of moved into in season two, where we're talking about like, what actually is trauma? What are these um, concepts and how are we conceptualizing cases for, with our clients that started to morph into like, this could be a adjunctive support to Mm -hmm. therapy Mm -hmm. where they're getting so much of this information that they can then go into the therapy relationship having already learned this somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so therapists really got on board with saying, oh my gosh, all of my clients could benefit from like hearing these things and learning this, Mm. but wouldn't necessarily have to take the time in session to talk about them. Once they learn it, then we can start integrating it in our relationship in Mm -hmm. session. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's so much that the world of therapy maybe isn't as good at communicating. Like even one of my favorite idea topics for that first season was the, um, you know, how do you know, how do you feel like it's a good fit? Like Mm -hmm. as a a client. Yeah. 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 Like that, I feel like isn't really something I've ever heard before outside of a lot of the work that we do. Um, you know, it's not really even a like privilege that's afforded conceptually in my mind it's, to are clients. Are you within my insurance network and yeah. can I afford to see you? Or do I, mm-hmm. does yeah. somebody I know know you and that's how I came to know you? Mm-hmm. So yeah. now like regardless of, I'm not really even paying attention to how I feel. Yeah. I guess I'm supposed to see you. Well, yeah. and how in the world do I actually even determine good fit? What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Right. right. If, I, if I've never had a relationship like this, that's kind of the point of why I'm here. Yeah. Um, of I haven't had relational safety, then how do I determine that and actually yeah. feel in my body whether or not i want to be here in this space Mm -hmm. with you like yeah that takes a lot of unpacking which we did a lot of yeah Mm -hmm. that was a good episode Mm -hmm. i also love just the breaking down breaking the wall of what is trauma like what Mm -hmm. does that mean i think that's that's an episode we have referenced in so many different places Yeah. yeah um just you know after that point and that was a huge to me, a big shift in being able to open up that concept, not just to other clinicians, because we talk about that with other therapists all the time, but to open it up to clients um, more than just what's happening in our sessions. So that's another one of my like favorite episodes of the past Mm. is that redefining what trauma is and really de-shaming and de-stigmatizing that Mm -hmm. term. I feel like that's recommended listening on like all of our courses. I think it is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's a good, like just 
you should listen to yes yeah. a primer everybody. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A primer. intro yeah. a primer a good place to start for everybody yeah. yeah yeah so what do you guys feel like i mean we're in season three so we've been at this a minute now and kind of reflecting back what do you guys feel like we sort of learned and gleaned from all of this uh joint discussion and discovery together that's such a good question mm. it's been such a growing and learning process as a whole i feel like me personally, all of us professionally, the company, yeah. um, it's hard to weed out and sort out what's necessarily attributed to just like well, growth and, we, we and learning in this podcast. We don't tend to weed podcast. things out. We just yeah. let it stay all messy together. All love it together. <laughs> but yeah, just I feel like these podcasts have been the core root of so much of mm. our growth and yeah, change. Um, growth as a business, but just like development as professionals like yeah. to be able to speak to these things and have to really figure out like, how do we speak to them yeah. in a way that other people um, are interested in hearing and are engaging for them. And then the feedback that we get mm-hmm. and the responses mm-hmm. and the questions and the support mm-hmm. has just, I feel like has really shaped me as a professional in so yeah. many ways. Yeah. I'm just reflecting on an email that all of us received recently um, right after the holidays from a woman that mm. is a listener. And, uh, you know, if, if you're listening, you know exactly who you are. I'm not going to say your name for anonymity, but um, just sharing her own personal story of encountering this podcast. And for the first time hearing people talk about dissociation and DID and all of that in a totally different way that yeah. felt tremendously, yeah. Um, de-shaming and welcoming and opening um, to her own story and her mother's story and um, just giving a different lens to look through that uh, felt like hope Mm -hmm. and felt like um, there was a a spot for her Mm -hmm. as a potential healer someday, um, even though, you know, she has struggled with so much. And I feel like you know, when I think about what have we learned, um, it's, I feel like part of what I've learned is that our personal stories are the thing that connects and that our relationships with each other are the thing that connects with listeners and with other people out there that while the information is tremendously valuable, uh, held in the packaging and the container of real relationship, it somehow takes on a new vitality and a mm. new kind of meaning and richness, um, yeah, it's just much more alive when held in that package than, mm-hmm. uh, held kind of separate and in a more clinical situation, um, divorce from a relationship. And so I feel like I've been so grateful that we kind of accidentally, but intentionally always held on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's become kind of a foundational piece of everything that we do mm-hmm. because in the podcast we discovered how essential it was and how I think it was this, it's not just us that liked it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it wasn't just for our thing. Yeah, like we knew that we wanted to do it that way because it felt good and right to us. And it was important to us if we were going to work this hard and run this fast and do so much that we wanted to do it together. And we wanted to make it relationally meaningful and good for everybody as a human being. And then to discover that that was translating across the airwaves to all the other humans out there craving the same kind of relational connection was just like the loveliest surprise bonus mm. um, and something that we've really learned to lean into. And uh, I think that we'll always lean into that. Mm-hmm. That's probably been what's been the most surprising mm-hmm. to me is feeling like 
and that's that's been um, shaping and building through all, all of the podcasts. But that okay, people will come to this to hear what we have to say. They'll they'll come for information. They'll come for um, the content, and right. so that needs to be on Front point. And, and yeah, yeah the, yeah. the main Very focus. Quality, yeah. yeah, and then all of the feedback we're getting is your content's great, but what I really love, yeah. and then the emphasis on the relational piece or. Mm-hmm. The silly moments that we're like, oh my gosh, please cut that out. Like, mm-hmm. Don't show that to anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the being human pieces mm-hmm. of like, oh, like the really natural aspects of what is it to be a therapist right. or to be a client, to be a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has been really surprising, but also so just like exciting and relieving mm-hmm. to me that it's not just the content. Yeah. And I think it's, it's such an interesting um, idea to think about what podcasts are, um, and what really is maybe in the listener in their expectations of a podcast that we put out because in reading through, like even some of the, the comments or hearing people talk to me about the podcasts, we really are kind of just capturing the connection that the three of us have or whoever's Mm -hmm. on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's not that we have this agenda to, you know, curate or make a show right. out of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's us together. And so that's where you're going to mean get... like we're like this all the time, Bridget. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and we, we do kind of interrupt each other, like, and talk over each other or like get excited or, yeah. you know, in different ways communicate. And I think that's where it's really important to listen to these introductory mm-hmm. episodes because that sets the tone for what the rest of the episodes are going to be. Okay. So I'm going to do something rather vulnerable. You guys ready? Oh, we're ready. I don't okay. know. I don't know. <laughs> Do I have to participate? No, no, you don't. No, you, you don't okay. have to. We'll turn around. But so I was, I don't remember. Oh, yes. No, I totally remember who it was. So so my, my partner's parents um, and some family members of theirs over the holidays were asking me questions naturally about the business. And my partner uh, really struggles to explain what it is that I do because that <laughs> I makes get sense. That. Yeah, I, it's like I'm I not even. It's like, um, like how much time do you have? And uh, I need to give you a lot of definitions of words before we even begin this conversation. Um, but I was doing my best, and I ended up in this sort of like meandering conversation uh, with one of his family members. It was just lovely, and I found myself saying this thing out loud, and then going. Oh, that's really true. Okay, so I'm going to share it with you, which is this. Uh, they were asking about the the dangers, and they said it that way, the dangers of going into business with friends. Oh. Yeah, right? And what came out of my mouth was, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we started as friends, and then we sort of ended as siblings. <laughs> That's fair. That is very true. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's been a lot of, and this was the part where I was like, gosh, I really need you to know a lot of definitions. Um, (laughs) I said there was, there was definitely the forming, storming and norming of the whole process, (laughs) right? Which is a, you know, a reference to, um, the, a theory of group therapy, um, of the process that group formation goes through. And I feel like we went through that. And what's funny is like, that's on the podcast. Yeah. You can listen to oh, you can, you can like feel and, you know, people that are more tuned into the, the relational aspects of it. Like you can feel the excitement at the beginning of like, Oh my God, what are we We're doing? Together. This is the coolest yeah. thing ever. And then points were like, this is really stressful. Like, are you guys okay? Cause I don't think I'm okay. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> and then this sort of settling into, Okay, I think we're okay. I yeah. think we did it. Like here, here we are, oh, finally. And 
the the end result of that um it felt really true when it came out of my mouth it's like well okay yeah we started as friends and we ended as family and it's like well now we're siblings so we're all like doing our own thing and we're busy with our own lives but it's like i have a finger on all of you at all times like i'm not gonna lose track of you i know exactly where you are um and so to give context to the energy that people feel i think they've kind of been with us through that whole forming storming norming you know sibling journey of becoming a family that does this together and uh, you know makes space for difference but then also have so much in common like yeah. you can look at us and see the commonality very much like yeah. a big family of siblings yeah, yeah. there's that common yeah. thread that really yeah. i think connects all of us and what mm-hmm. we're doing and all mm-hmm. of the many projects that we're doing right right that all holds it that's a great metaphor yeah 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 mm-hmm. i was just curious like yeah how that landed for you guys because yeah. like it came out of my mouth i'm like oh that's true well yeah i think that <laughs> i mean to me one of my favorite parts about the podcast so far has been i guess the the stories that we get to tell and how mm-hmm. just spontaneously they kind of come out because mm-hmm. we don't plan to talk about those really before right the episode it's what's like, we plan in much our lives and people assume we plan we so much there's there's five bullet points <laughs> sometimes on the less six. than maybe we should well really, that's fair yeah. okay well <laughs> i know this is going to be a Comes critical analysis okay. yeah. <laughs> i was going to say we know what role that sibling plays <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh my god that's so true i know <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that's amazing yeah. drink some coffee <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i i love the stories and i i think that um it's one thing that i hope the listener kind of picks up on even from a client perspective is you know your therapist has a whole life gosh mm. yeah mm-hmm. and that i don't know for some for some of the people that we get to work with from a consultation perspective it's like that's not true mm. The, the object that they've been put in is one that has no history. It's yeah. in the moment as a helper there. Yeah. And I don't know. I love that part of the podcast because we get to just unapologetically show mm-hmm. I have a whole history and the way I'm making sense of the present is through my past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even as a therapist, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, sort through things and synthesize things. But there are things that come up in me that are a pure, you know, response to my environment. And mm-hmm. here's how we process through that. Yeah. And we don't view that as a negative thing at all. No, in it's fact, human. Yeah, and it's welcomed as part of our um, process. And when we own it as reality mm. and quit pretending like it's not in the room with us all the time, there are beautiful ways of working with it that end up inviting other people's humanity. Yeah. And that I think has been kind of a co-discovery for all of us of, well, that applies to everything, like all situations. Yeah. Um, Every job, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone that's listening to this may not be a therapist, but Mm -hmm. you also go into your profession or your family dynamics or your friendships and you have a whole life outside of that one dynamic. You are not the roles that you play. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. So let's, I'd love to, I know we kind of prefaced at the beginning what the season might look like, but um, maybe speak a little bit more to how we want to see season three go and what that looks like and how we hope for it to play out. That I feel starts with what we want this podcast to be. Mm -hmm. I think from a, you know, here's foundation of season one, I think is just imperative. Season two was a lot of the theory of what we're coming from like how we understand human as organism and how we understand the development of uh you know our being over time Mm. and what happens when trauma enters that 
kind of scenario and what we do to find healing. So in this season, we really want to talk about healing, uh, healing in the way of living after the fact going on, growing, Mm -hmm. going on being, and that, uh, can't just be from us. Mm -hmm. I feel, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it would just be so great. And I think that's where some of this like desire came from to open it up to the listeners. It would just be so great to make this a human story right? where we're getting to process the people who this podcast matters to the most, which is those who mm-hmm. listen to it. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I would love to just get, you know, email after email of things that we can now like put out on a table, um, digitally or, or actually physically mm-hmm. and see what emerges what thematically. Show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does this make sense from a thread to yes. needle? What are like, when you guys think about that, what are some examples that you can imagine of, um, what are the kinds of questions that could emerge and the, the areas of healing that we could integrate and talk about? Like there's, there's mm-hmm. so many options there. Yeah. Um, I think one that kind of immediately stands out to me is uh, spirituality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that is a huge source of meaning making and uh, community and connection and relationship building and also trauma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is a fraught and full area of the human experience. And so when it comes to any conversation about healing and what it means to be a human being, spirituality is going to be there. And that's not the only thing that is going to be there. There's other ones too. We have a episode coming that is at least kind of thematically planned to look at ways of understanding the technology of healing Mm. and spirituality is absolutely a piece of that. And also like personality assessments Mm -hmm. or like the Enneagram, I think is a great example of that where these are tools to look inward Mm -hmm. and to understand what process you're really on in the moment right now. Yeah. I imagine or desire for things, you know, involving like relationships, intimate Mm -hmm. relationships, parenting, relationships as a parent or as the child of a yeah. parent mm-hmm. um heck we could even talk about sex yes oh my <laughs> gosh absolutely yeah we better absolutely it'd be a great <laughs> episode friendships i mean just all different types there's a word for this that isn't that complicated i don't know why i can't think of it but what is it when people like write in asking for advice a- <laughs> There's a, there's a word like a, well, that phrase works right in and ask okay. for advice. Yeah. There's yeah. a word for that on like radio shows. No, I don't know. I've lost mm-hmm. it, but I'll come up with it like two weeks from now. I'll let you all know. <laughs> I'll go Google it. There you go. That type of, um, a segment on that where it's not really our role as therapists to like give advice. Well, you should do this. Oh, yeah. But I love the idea of people, idea of people writing in with those questions mm-hmm. and then us getting to show up and present it in a with a lens and a view yeah. that's honoring and true to this theory. Yes. So if you're needing like you know, advice on a situation, write that in and let us share kind of our perspective Mm -hmm. or the lenses that we're looking through to understand that situation that gives you more information to be able to make your own decision and how to manage and handle that. And I think that advice, given who we are and how we make sense of the world, it's less likely to be go and do these things. It won't be a do statement. It's much more likely to come in the form of ask yourself these questions. Yeah, and I yes. wonder about, <laughs> yes, yeah. uh-huh. Which I, I would feel love curious to do 
about blank? Have you explored this with yourself or with this other person? Yeah. What meaning do you make of et cetera? Yeah. Um, and that I think stems from in our season two, when we were talking about the theory, we talked about whack-a-mole therapy mm. and where that really comes yeah. from. Whack-a-mole therapy has whack-a-mole therapists, which are essentially hitting things as they come up. And so why we might not give the advice or the immediate fix is because of that posture. We're not mm-hmm. concerned about the one instance where mm-hmm. this comes up to you. We're concerned about the elements that built it in the first place. Right. Yeah. So in our response to those things, it might be, you know, how are you understanding this throughout the patterns of your life right? and yeah. really connecting those dots? Because once yeah. we process it in that way, then we can generalize that growth to mm-hmm. m- multiple areas of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those sound like, really fun conversations i'm really excited Mm -hmm. please those of you that are listening please write in with with otherwise we're just gonna have to make stuff up (laughs) it's gonna get really awkward on here it'll be asking each other advice what do you think i should do with my child in this situation (laughs) i know for real for real i got some rich stuff from my four and a half year old i'm just saying how would you guys handle when she asks do our brains have brains because how do they know about themselves nice impressive right there I'm, this is a sincere question that we don't have to answer yes. now <laughs> well i moved into a conversation about consciousness and then she wanted to okay. listen to more frozen songs so that felt right and so she is still three okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's amazing uh-huh. we could come with our own we could advice. Was the we word you were thinking of consultation no 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 no, no. It's now. I could just like spin off into a whole, we could just try to discuss this and figure it out, but I don't think we should. I'm, what are you doing right now? I've got time now. <laughs> this is the most interesting spare thing happening. Spare the audience and spare me from getting really frustrated. I'm so sorry. I That's part of me too. I want to rescue you from that because I hate from that the feeling discomfort. so yeah. bad. I'll figure it out. Yeah. It's probably something very obvious and may just be advice. Mm-hmm. It, it probably is that. It's Prescription? Something. No. Oh, there's a word. No. So how may people get in touch with us? Wait, no, sorry. There's one element that I wanted to talk about on that, (laughs) um, which is I really hope that people will like write in a dynamic, like this is, this is something that happens in my family. Can you help me understand this? Um, or I've never just, I've never been able to understand this character trait in this person Mm. just so we can start to really kind of help people almost as, um, this, database for um, you know understanding dynamics in the world okay i've got a question yeah okay this is a sincere question you need to email it to us and we will review (laughs) no this is a question to help listeners know if these how how to frame these kinds of questions because in the world of facebook yes i am about to talk about facebook there are a lot of questions on there from clients that are very curious about if what they're experiencing with their therapist in therapy is normal, Mm. right? And so I know that there's just a lot of questions out there about like, so my therapist does this. Mm -hmm. Is that normal? Like, is this a thing that should be happening? Because we don't, you know, get a window in on Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff very often. And we know that Hollywood cannot be trusted and yet it's kind of our only source. So that can be confusing. Um, if the question is, well, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Hopefully that one's obvious. But <laughs> I think that there are some parameters around those kinds of questions that we would want to set out immediately, which mm-hmm. is we can only answer questions based on the information you give us. Uh-huh. Right. And so we have to contextualize all of those conversations within 
the frame of there's going to be pieces of this story that are not included. And we know that. And you know that. And everybody listening knows that. So here's what that'll mean. When we answer questions, whether it's about your therapist, your family, yourself, et cetera, it will be our reflections on the content of the story that you give us and the the lens that you are telling that story through and it will be limited in that way but there's a lot of really uh rich information that comes out of how do we tell the stories that we tell why do we focus on the certain details that we do why do we leave out relevant information Mm -hmm. and not share certain things (laughs) and sometimes that's really obvious when it's like why didn't you tell me about xyz right Um, And so in those areas where it can get a little bit tricky because we never want to be telling you guys that your therapist is doing something wrong, we'll never do that. But we can ask questions and give reflections to help you kind of co-discover with your therapist whether there's something that needs to be explored. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a great point of just in any context, therapy or relationship A marriage question. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of what I think we could share about is us attempting to even stay curious about what are the other components that you may not be saying with words. That's all we have to gather from the emails. But what else could possibly be um, a part of that story that we could help you to notice and and be curious about yourself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do people send in questions? So listeners can actually respond in a couple of different ways. We have an email address that's just general uh, to media at beyondhealingcenter.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we also have uh, various social media platforms where we would love to uh, see interaction as well on this. And that uh, is by just looking up Beyond Trauma Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and you can just title your subject line or uh, leave a comment that just says Beyond Trauma uh, correspondence or question mm-hmm. or whatever you mm-hmm. however Beyond you want to title question. it yep. Yep. and then just put it in there mm-hmm. send it our way yeah well, thank you so much for listening guys we're excited for this season yes take care we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode and that it will aid you in your healing journey if you are feeling inspired by something that you heard today and desire to seek out your own therapy we would encourage you to do so and would be honored to support you in finding a therapist that is the right fit for you. You can contact us by emailing therapy at beyondhealingcenter.com. If you want to stay connected, please subscribe to this podcast for more episodes, leave us a review, and follow us on social media by searching Beyond Trauma Podcast. This podcast is a project of Beyond Healing Media, a media creation group committed to creativity, community, and embracing the beauty of being human. If you like this podcast, you might also like the other podcasts of Beyond Healing Media. Notice that is an EMDR podcast hosted by Emdria-approved consultants and trainers who use EMDR in their practice. The Burnout Educator is an interview-style podcast that invites stories from people across the spectrum of the educational system and seeks to see the human inside the role they play. It is our desire that you see parts of your story and those around you in the stories you hear. The Evidence-Based Therapist is an educational podcast where we read so you don't have to. 
On this podcast, we discuss seminal, recent, and relevant research on psychotherapeutics and the embodied relational sciences. How do we know what is evidence-based and how do we use it in our practice? You'll find out on the EBT podcast.